Welcome to the Jeff Knows Inc. Entrepreneurial Podcast with your host, Jeff Lopes. Jeff has over two decades' experience as a serial entrepreneur, building brands like KimuraWare from his home basement to a multi-million dollar global brand that has sold over a quarter million pairs of boxing gloves. Jeff's here to educate, guide, and drive you on the process of bringing your ideas and dreams to reality with the inspiring stories from some of the top business minds. Welcome to our Season 8 premiere, Episode 163 of the Jeff Nozine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lopes. Super excited to have on today, Rehan Jalali, personal trainer to the stars. Great conversation. Sit back, everyone, and enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. With the current climate in this world, it's now more important than ever to take stock in your mental health and for once, take time to work on yourself. BetterHelp offers a personalized online counseling and therapy service that will connect you to a safe and private online environment. BetterHelp is here to assess you with your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist. It's a lot more affordable than your traditional counseling and financial aid is always available. Right now, Jeff Knows Inc. listeners get an extra 10% off your first month just by visiting BetterHelp.com forward slash Jeff knows that's right visit b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p dot com forward slash Jeff knows to get 10% off your first month we're live we're live on the Jeff knows podcast I'm your host Jeff Lopes big smile across the screen here uh our guest today is Rehan Jalali what is up brother I'm doing fantastic here Los Angeles uh sunny in the middle of winter you know can't complain how you know what? I wasn't even gonna go there, but how how is how's been the last 16, 18 months in LA? Because you hear all these stories with the lockdowns. We've we've been we've been struggling with it in, in Toronto, Canada, but how's it been getting around with think, gyms open and uh, stuff like that? Yeah, it's been it's been pretty strict. I mean, LA is one of the strictest cities probably in the world, maybe. Uh, you know, now it's uh under severe lockdown. Uh we have masks inside everywhere, of course. Um, and we've got a lot of caution. Um, you know, LA cases are there, so uh, it's been tight in LA. It's been quite tight. Uh, we haven't, uh, in, uh, gyms were closed here as well. Now they're open. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're getting through it, man. It's all mindset. You know, we, just, we, we, we adapt, we adjust, we're chameleons. We, you know, we keep going forward. I love it. I mean, that's the only way to the, 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 keep a positive mindset and adjust and adapt as much as you possibly can. Let's, let's get the audience to know, even before we start off what you're currently doing, um, for a little background, um, Rayon is is the trainer for tons of celebrities. We'll get him through some names after. But how did how did that all start? Where did your love for fitness? And I saw you were into the bodybuilding and all that in the past. Where did your love for fitness? What age and how did it all start? Well, it started off in a, a, a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. How old are you right now? I'm almost fifty. Actually, forty-eight. Yeah, so yeah, I'm five forty-four. I'm turning forty-five soon. So we're, we're oh, we're, yeah, young kid, young young buck. Yeah, as yeah. we say. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish. So um, what, what, what did it all start off? Uh, well, actually, um, I started off uh, in Texas. I grew up in Texas, and I started off in sports. I played um, football, and uh, you know, here I come, one hundred and twenty-eight pounds, soaking wet with boots on, trying to be a football player. I mean, I you know, I've I have these uh, South Asian jeans, and I'm coming in trying to, you know, play with NFL. Pro- I mean, in Texas football, I don't know if you know about oh, it's high massive, school football massive, in Texas. It's, it's Friday Night Lights. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, literally there's three people on my football team who made the NFL. Like, I mean, that level of talent I'm playing yeah, against, yeah. you know, like monsters. And I'm coming in just, hey, I'm fast. I could, you know, get killed every day, getting beat up. I probably had maybe a thousand concussions probably before concussion protocols. You know what I mean? I just, I was like, man, like the coach back then would say, Hey, uh, you got hit hard. Get up and go again. It wasn't, there was no protocol or, no, you know, no, no. Things so, and then, so yeah, so I started to play sports and I started learning the importance of weightlifting. That's our, that's where the weightlifting bug kind of yeah. bit me in the, yeah. in the weight room there. And so, you know, from sports, learning about my body, learning training, getting uh, an inch on my arms. And I was like, wow, I could like, I'm, I'm like, you know, that scene in Spider-Man where you look at where the guy looks in the mirror. He's like, he's bitten by the spider. He's like, wait, my body's like getting, Jesus. you know? Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I felt uh, training. And then from sports, uh, it led me on to a career in bodybuilding. So yeah. yeah. That's Explain how it started. Your, so w- w- when did you actually 
get into that scene of the bodybuilding world. And why I'm saying yeah. that, if you see my my past, I was a Zach. I have a very similar story. From 16, I, I it was going from grade 15 to 16, grade nine to grade 10. I had spurted through the summer. I got the sick little, just roughly six two, and I was 130 pounds soaking wet. So I <laughs> wow. literally, I feel you. I, I literally joined the local gym, and is that's when that all started. And when I was 18, I was on stage doing bodybuilding shows. I ended up doing three three competitions. Uh, when did that? When did you step on stage the first time? How old are you? Uh, I stepped. I stepped on stage. Well, it, 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 there was a, a pause, and we had a little little um, uh, a side story, which was okay. actually. I initially started competing in powerlifting. So oh. I was competing uh, for the University of Texas in Austin yeah. um, as a powerlifter. And uh, so I started powerlifting. I did really well. It was a uh, drug-free powerlifting association. I won nationals uh, for my weight class and age. So I started doing really well in that. And then my first show uh, in bodybuilding was an interesting story is I was, I was competing powerlifting. I was pretty ripped, ripped up, you know, yeah. you know I wasn't a huge powerlifter. I was in the 148 pound class and then 165 as well. So, you know, light. Yeah. And then uh, a buddy of mine who was actually uh, doing covers of romance novels back then, he was a really good looking guy from New York, buff yeah. guy, you know, he yeah. was college. And so he was, he was on these covers of these romance novels. And he's a model. So one day, like on a Wednesday, he's like, Hey, I'm competing in this Mr. Austin competition. Uh, you know, you should do it. You're pretty ripped up. I'm like, what are you talking bodybuilding? I've never heard of, what do you, you oil yourself up? You're, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to yeah. go on stage in my underwear and put what? And I just says, no, I'm, I'm a power guy now. Yeah. So he's like, listen, I've already registered you. It's Saturday. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I already paid the fee for you. You're, you're already registered. You, you got to compete. And I can't get my money back. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, dude, okay, fine. I'll do the stupid, you know, as yeah. a one-time thing. So he helps me pose in a couple of days and get learns everything. And I happened to beat him in the show. So, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And then that's when the bit, that's when the bug bit me. And then the following year, you know, I, I won uh, the state of Texas. I went to uh, the USA championships. I competed with Ronnie Coleman actually back then, you the know, legend. Doing the legend, yeah, yeah. before back yeah. in the day. So that's kind of how it all started. And that's when I switched my major in college. I was an accounting major. I was going to be an accountant actually, but, uh, I was like, nah, 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 I got to do something with the body. So I started nutrition, biochemistry, and got into all that. Yeah. So that's, okay. that's an interesting story there. How long did a bodybuilding career, or I wouldn't say career, but how long did you compete for? Um, I competed for a good five or six years, you know, you pretty solid. Not. Yeah, pretty solid for about five years at least. Where's, yeah. your, mind, where's your mindset with that? Because it's, it's, it's such a – and you might protect it because obviously you probably have a lot of friends still in that field. But it's what I found was it was um, – it's a very hard industry, hard on your body, hard on your mind um, for, for certain reasons. I mean, on your body, because all the shit people are taking and, and, I, and I went through, I'm very open with it. And, and, and the mind, because you're never, I, which is the positive thing, I guess, is that all whole entrepreneurial mindset. You're never happy with what your outcome is. You always want more and more and more, but it could also get very depressing too. And that's something a lot, especially nowadays, mental health is more in the upfront, but back then no one would talk about it. And a lot of these guys are never happy with themselves. They get in really deep depression, especially if they don't have family or friends around them. So where's your mindset with the whole bodybuilding world? Uh, I, I, is it now I, better? I think, look, I've been in it for so long. I've been to, you know, 22 Mr. Olympias. I mean, I, you know, I'm in that world. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, I look at it. I, to me, bodybuilding was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And the, way, the reason oh, I say that yeah. is because it catapulted everything I'm doing now. Everything I've done, yeah. um, you know, now at this stage, have written books, have produced movies, have done so much in this, in this field. It all stemmed from bodybuilding because, yes, there's a lot of negatives in bodybuilding. It's a very lonely sport, yeah. right? But that lonely sport um, philosophy really taught me a lot, taught me to rely on myself, taught me to uh, have perseverance, uh, overcome obstacles. And the most important thing, as you know, as, as you've done it, is discipline, yeah. is, is, is in immense discipline because diet is so critical and yeah. food is everywhere. So having that, that, that mentality, that mindset of, look, I can smash through everything. And now as an entrepreneur for 20 years plus, you know, right. doing, having that mindset and going through those challenges, uh, going over injuries, uh, going through pain, going, you know, when everybody's partying, I'm at the gym training, you know, so yeah. Going through all those things, I took bodybuilding as a catapult to my career. I mean, I, I will say, if it wasn't for bodybuilding, I wouldn't even be here because I wouldn't have that mindset, that killer mentality 
that competition spirit. And in the 90s, bodybuilding was different than it is now. Right. Oh, it's, totally, it, it's, totally it's a different world. Different I mean, world. yeah, yeah. I mean, not now, now it's, 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 it's basically a pharmaceutical game, right? It's, it's just, it's just yeah. whose body can take the, the most drugs, you know, yeah. at one time. Yeah. But at the back then it was a little different back then. It was, it was, it was more camaraderie. There was more uh, positive motivation. There's a lot of cool things um, about bodybuilding that created uh, synergy that created motivation for you. Yeah. And it really uh, propelled uh, my career, the reason I got out of bodybuilding is because I didn't want to go all the way with the drugs. So just to be frank, yeah. um, I just, I really wasn't into the drugs and I, I was natural competing. And when I saw, you know, next to me, these guys like 165 pounds with 19 inch arms shredded, I'm like, uh, you know, this might not. And, and I have a very, uh, probably like you, uh, a, a personality that I, if I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it all the way. I, I don't, I mean, I, there's no, I don't have a yellow light. Yeah, I mean, I only right. have one yeah. speed like Charlie Sheen. Go. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't be a little pregnant. I mean, it's got to be all all the way. Uh, so I think that that's something. Yeah, exactly. Charlie I got that tiger blood in me. Wild you know thing. What I mean? Wild thing. And, and so, no, but that's what it is. So I knew that if I if I got into the drugs, I would have tried to become a pro. I mean, I would have sure. taken everything for sure. Yeah, I mean, I would have yeah. gone all the way. No, no doubt about it. Because, But that's, again, that's what's cool. Bodybuilding. That's what that bodybuilding mentality taught me. It taught me, listen, you you can't be just good. You gotta be great. You know, you yeah. gotta be great because if you're just good, you're not gonna place, you're not gonna win, you're gonna waste all that diet every day, training, right? So I mean, to I me, mean, it was you're, like you're essentially a pro, it. you're essentially a pro athlete. And I always say this, I mean, pro athletes, the top tier pro athletes, um, you could put them next to any top tier entrepreneur and they have the same mindset, the same drive, the same hustle. I mean, you don't, I mean, the whole thing with Kobe Bryant, I mean, the thing that made him great was the thing that ended up killing him, that helicopter, he would get to, he would get, he would get to the arena an hour, hour and a half before everybody and shoot an extra thousand buckets, even at his peak. So it's that mindset, that drive, which I, I pure understand. So how did that translate into training and when did you start um i guess getting into training celebrities and 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 getting in that world because you've obviously worked with a lot a lot of a-list celebrities how did that all come about and who was the first person who was the first celebrity that you really like oh shit i'm training this person that's pretty awesome Man, you're you're like the best interviewer ever man you set me up with these you know these great questions i (laughs) make my job easier my god (laughs) Um, that's such a great question. I get that asked a lot, um, through my interviews, but, um, well, so I basically, uh, when I started competing in bodybuilding, I, I was at the, I was studying, um, nutrition and biochemistry in college. Yeah. Um, I got a job offer at EAS. EAS was yeah. a, comp- a sports nutrition company. That's where yeah. I met Clark and others. Um, and so I just got the opportunity of a lifetime because, uh, EAS was very small when I started. And when I left, it was a $225 million company. So yeah, that company um, I got exploded see- in the nineties. Oh, I literally was there when there was like 10 employees. When I left, there was 240 employees. So, I mean, I was in that growth. I helped with that growth. I was a big part of the product development team, uh, all everything that uh, Bill Phillips at that time needed. And so um, from there, I, 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 I got to work with the Denver Broncos when they won the Super Bowl two years in a row. I was a training camp. I was doing all kinds of things. I got to really experience things I would have never experienced. And again, I have the... I have the mentality of burning the boat mentality as an entrepreneur, which is basically, look, I, I have only one option to succeed. So literally, um, the funny story about EAS is, is I almost I sent my resume in on the fax machine. The old school fax machine is a joke. I just yeah. saw the little fax number on Muscle Media Magazine that they had, and I sent my resume in college as a joke. And next thing I know, they gave me a call. They hired me. They, they flew me to, you know, uh, to Denver, and I'm, I'm working at EAS. So that's been kind of my philosophy. So learning all that in EAS – um, becoming good at what I do. I will say perfect your craft. If you're great at something, people will always notice, right? Yeah. So I just started perfecting my craft. I started writing for all the magazines. And so my name started getting out there. And um, after EAS, I worked for a company called Rexall Sundown in uh, Florida. Uh, they, they bought metrics. So I was brought yeah. in to help buy metrics. So I was part of that deal. I was there for a year developing products. And again, I had another burn the boat uh, uh, offer in California uh, through a company called Body Logics, and listen, I had a, I had a little kid, six months old. I'm uh, sorry, six weeks old, wow. six weeks old child. Yeah. You know, uh, freshly. You know, my 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 wife at the time was telling me like, "What are you crazy? You're gonna move to California? We have a t- you know, we have a great life in Florida. We're in Boca Raton. You're gonna?" I said, "No." 
this opportunity was too great. I was a founder of this company. I could be, an, you know, uh, basically a top tier executive. Flew, you know, literally packed all my stuff, flew to California, never looked back. And so when I got to California, going back to your question about the celebrities, um, again, I started perfecting my craft, building this company, selling, we sold the company to a, 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 another company, and I kind of got that experience. And then building my name up, and now at this point now, I'm in all the magazines. I'm in Muscle and Fitness. I'm in uh, Iron Man. You know, I was on the cover, all those things. So people started kind of noticing. So one day I'm sitting at home. This, this is a true story. Yes. And the phone rings. You remember those Nextel phones, the flip phones? Mm-hmm. So I had that, that chirp. Yeah, yeah. So the phone starts chirping. And I'm like, oh, okay. Who, you know, who's it? I answer the phone. Uh, hey, Rayon, uh, this is uh, Sly Stallone calling. Uh, and I was like, Stallone? You mean Ro- Rocky? He's like, yeah, right. It's Sly Stallone. That's number two, uh, a guy we mutually know. And, you know, uh, I'm starting this company and I need, you know, I learned about you and you're the guy and I need you to come on. And he's going on and on, right? And I'm just pausing, like, this is a joke. <laughs> is it, this, is, this is, I'm like, I'm like, who is, is this? Adam, Brad, who, dude, who is this? Omar, who, who, who's calling me? Like, what? And then I was like, you know, I was like, okay, okay, Mr. Stallone, whatever. I just hung up on him. So I hung up on Stallone, right? Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. And then he calls me right back. Hey, Ray, I think we got disconnected. Uh, I'm like, no, nah, we didn't get disconnected. I hung up. He's like, oh, no, this is Sly. I'm like, then I was like, wait, this kind of like sounds like him. Like, I mean, I mean, I think it's, so it was Sly Stallone. So he Which, com- which company was this for? Instone. So he's starting a supplement company called Instone. Instone Nutrition. Uh, and he needed me to come on board and help him out. And he recruited me. And, you know, and then he's like, you know, why don't you help me with my personal program? I'm getting ready for another Rocky. And you know, another Rambo. And so he was literally my first client. My first client happened to be Sly Stallone, which is mind-boggling. Crazy. Crazy. It's crazy because most people, um, I, I was just grateful and fortunate, but most people, you know, obviously their story is, hey, you start here, you build yeah, up and yeah, you get course. a few other clients, you get that one break. My first client was Sly Stallone. By the way, he was the most generous, nicest person uh, you could ever imagine. He literally opened up Hollywood. You know, Hollywood's like a fortress. Yeah. You can't penetrate it. He literally got the keys to the kingdom. Literally walked in, introduced me to Bruce Willis, to, I mean, dozens of A-listers. And of course, if it's coming from Sly Stallone, you know, it's already qualified. They already know. So yeah. that's what really kind of ignited the fire. And of course, I had to produce results, right? I always say, look, you can get in the door and even as an entrepreneur, but yeah. you got to have a good product. Like you got to have a good product. You know, you got to have a good product to have longevity. So that's kind of how it started, how it propelled and then, you know, I got to you know be part of Rambo, be part of Rocky. I mean, me as a kid, and I, I'm sure you can relate to this, Jeff, is growing up, I put Rocky on and I was running around the house, you know, drinking raw eggs and doing push-ups and punching. Favorite, and- favorite, favorite movie of all time is Rocky Four. I, I have the, an official, authentic Rocky movie poster framed in our office here. We have Amazing. Rocky memorabilia like crazy around here. And yeah. uh yeah, oh yeah. My, it was funny because my, my my 13 year old son is will probably watch that movie about 20, 25 times. So we're actually the 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 anniversary one, we're waiting, we have it, we're gonna wait till uh, the Christmas break to watch it together as a family. But yeah, great. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's my I mean, and, and again, imagine imagine having that level of like uh respect and you know following and and literally you're, you're like an idol of uh, you know, basically you're idolizing the person, and now you're working with them. Like yeah. literally, I'm going to his house. I'm, I'm trying samples with him. I'm literally in a business with, with my idol. And I, it's, it's crazy because I learned so much from Stallone. And I really believe you can't get to have success without teamwork, without um, a lot of people behind you. I really, I really believe that. I don't think it's, you know, you can go, I always say you can go faster alone, but you can go a lot further together. And yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, and I, I think that Sly really gave me a lot of great advice, uh, a lot of uh, tips. For example, one thing he told me early on, uh, was uh, it's something simple, right? But he said, uh, you can't edit what you don't have, 
right? And I was like, what, what do you mean? He's like, listen, if you ever have a chance to take a picture, a video, uh, if you have a chance to do something, do it. Do it. Because if you don't have it, you won't be able to edit it. Like, you know what I mean? You can always delete it. But Content. Hey, get, Content get, is key. Con- get, get. He goes, just get everything you can because we were talking about movies. And uh, and he actually put me in Rocky, uh, the last Rocky uh, movie as well. So, like a you're, little background. You were? Yeah, I was in the background. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's just, look, he's been so cool. And he gave me amazing sign memorabilia. And he gave me all the stuff. And he just was really... Uh, really helped me out a lot. And I think he was one of the keys uh, to getting me really uh, at a high level uh, in Hollywood. I love it. I love it. I love it. So where did it continue from there? I mean, you've worked with quite a few people who, who give me one or two <laughs> stories of somebody you worked with that just like a, like a really awesome story celebrity wise. Oh man, I've got, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I've got the gag order. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, you know, it's interesting because people ask me that a lot. Like, hey, you must. I, and literally, I've seen it all. I mean, I, I, there's stories for days and days and days. Yeah. There's been surreal nights, surreal days, uh, just, you know, working with. Because not only do I work with a lot of high-level celebrities, but I also got to work with a lot of high-level business people as yeah. well. Uh, you know, at one point, uh, three of the top 10 richest people in the world were my clients. Like, literally that, you know, I was working with those kind of people as well. So I got that kind of rounded experience of business and celebrity. Um, you know, my favorite client, I always say, is, uh, is, is uh, Sly and, of course, uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, I think Ben has been, I've been with Ben 16 years now. So, uh, you know, I think that's another thing that's important to understand is that there's a lot of people out there who can claim to be like celebrity trainers or celebrity fitness people or yeah. whatever. But I look at longevity, you know, yeah, and I course. think, yeah, I mean, you look at people who, you know, my clients generally stay around for five to 10 to 15 years uh, because I just want to provide value. And I think that that's been my whole goal of my whole life is to help people be better. Like my goal was never, hey, I'm going to make a lot of money being a nutritionist. Like yeah. you know, it was never like, <laughs> it's yeah. not one of those fields, right? So my goal was like, listen, if I can provide massive value to people, if I can provide more than I get, more, if I can give more than I get, then I can be successful. So even with celebrities and whoever, I try to provide them with massive value, information they can't get anywhere else in the world, really. And again, it's perfecting your craft. And so working with Ben, uh, transforming his body and helping him uh, over the years uh, allowed me to work on Batman. So now yeah. Yeah. I'm working on iconic franchises right so it's it's something when you're growing up as a kid is i'm a comic book kid you know i I love the superheroes so uh not only sly but then i got to work with hugh jackman for wolverine for example right then now and then with ben for so long he gets he calls me up and he says hey uh i got a new gig so i said oh awesome must be you know because we did the town together with argo we did a bunch of movies and i'm like oh cool must be another another cool story that he's writing or something yeah. he's like yeah this was a little different i'm gonna have to deliver big on this one i said oh okay maybe it's a boxing movie or something or i don't know you know some yeah. physical oh, okay so um so he goes don't tell anybody i said okay of course but i'm gonna be the dark knight said, dark knight what <laughs> like, i'm like you're wait he's like he's like and he literally on the phone's like and you know how the movie he says it so literally on the phone he's like i'm batman like with that voice <laughs> 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 and I'm like, wait, you're going to be bat? Oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, you know, and I want to be the biggest, leanest Batman that ever was. No pressure, but, you know, we got to we gotta get to work. So that was 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 one of the highlights of, of working with not only the, one of the awesomest people ever, Ben, who has been really one of the most genuine guys. And a lot of people always tell me, oh, man, these celebrities, they must be hard to work with. And I've never found that, to be honest with you. Um, except maybe a couple cases, but m- mostly I found them to be really cool, really uh, relatable. And I realized that once you have that level of success and fame, you don't have those insecurities or you just look, you're already a legend, right? You're, when you're a legend, yeah. you don't need to prove yourself or, or be hardcore. So I found them to be very cool. So working on Batman really was one of the, really the, the highlights, uh, as you say, a great story. So one of the stories I'll tell you, I was on the set of Batman versus yeah. Superman. Um, so. Uh, ben is in this hundred, like literally ninety pound, armored Batman suit. It's, they were filming in Detroit, and Zack Snyder's there, and Henry Cavill's there. Yeah. And during the breaks of the filming, Ben was so hardcore into training and, and fitness, he would start doing push-ups with that weighted suit on. 
And I'm like, man, like, no, no, I got to get, you know, I got to, he was so into it. And again, that's mindset, right? When you all in on something, right? You know, you go all in, it's all in. And he was doing that in, in, during the, during the, uh, the filming. So he was one of the, he's like literally one of the hardest per- working people I've ever met in my life. So this is something, imagine ha- having a guy doing push-ups in a 90 pound Batman suit. Something like, is Batman doing push-ups? What? <laughs> Surreal life. I love it. I love it. Let, give me, give me a better understanding of what you actually do. So, I mean, there's, I mean, I, from 19 to 24, my background's fitness as well. I went to college for fitness. My back from 1924, I ran a, a consulting fitness business. I've had a nice. few gyms. I, I've been in that industry for a while. My main company now is Kimura Wear for 16 years. We manufacture yeah, and sell boxing and martial art equipment. So um, give me understanding because I, I have a, a I guess maybe a little better knowledge than most people <laughs> with, with the whole fitness and, 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 and the body. Give me an understanding of how you break down. Cause you're, you're obviously individualizing each program so specifically to them. Is it through blood work? Is it through like, where, where do you, how do you start breaking down when you're going to start working with somebody? What's the first steps? That's a great question. I think, um, I think what makes, I think what was, um, what makes me unique and something that's really helped people really get the best results possible. And at the end of the day, it's all about results, as you know, Jeff. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know, we, um, I think what we do better than anybody else is have the most customized approach to fitness. Um, now what, what does that mean? That means blood work that's regular, yeah. but not just generic blood work. See, even blood, even each of those customizable things are also very specific. So for example, people will say, Oh, blood work. Okay. But, there's a couple of things about blood work. One is testing the right parameters, testing the right kind of uh, markers, right? You need to understand those markers. And then number two is how do you read the blood, right? Most people can't read blood. They read it, they look at the reference range and say, oh, you're out, you're out of range. But that's not a correct way of, of reading blood work because someone who's training, someone who has your background or my background or someone who is maybe has a lot of other issues, that blood work, you have to get a different reference range. So I actually teach a course on how to read blood work to doctors and for fitness people, because if you're a fitness person and you're in the range for something, actually, you're probably very low because if you're training, it should be much higher. Right. So this is the kind of things. So that's the so number one interpretation of results. So blood work interpretation of results. Um, but our blood work is so comprehensive that we look at food sensitivity, about brain health. We look at neurotransmitters. We look at gut function. We look at so many parameters that we get. I mean, again, as much information as we can get someone, we get the blueprint. Once and, you know the and, blueprint. And, and a lot of it is through blood work or whatever, whatever test. That's, that's the first thing, blood, blood work. The second thing is we do genetic testing. So genetics is a huge, 50% of it is genetics. Yeah. And so we do advanced genetic testing. I have a genetics company now called MyGenX. Yeah, and MyGenX, yeah, MyGenX, what we do is we have advanced genetic testing. So again, we get information about your body. So you work with your body, not against it. You go with the wind, not against it. And so getting that DNA information gives you another leg up. Now, now we know how your body acts. So for example, you, Jeff, uh, I can send you a kit if you, if you like, I'd be happy for you to try it. Uh, But when you could take the test, you might find out that you're all fast twitch muscle. Like you're, you're genetically predisposed to power, speed, and strength. So you shouldn't be doing too much cardio. You should be doing explosive weight training a lot more, right? Or whether you should train in the morning or night. I mean, these are the kind of things that are really critical. And people who've implemented these things have transformed their body as, in as little time as a month. So uh, we have information. And then on top of that, so we got blood, we got genetics. And then we also look at preferences. We look at your history. We look at how you, what, what's, uh, what created success for you in the past? Uh, what didn't create success? What foods you like? Uh, I'm not going to make you eat broccoli if you hate broccoli. I mean, there's no way around it. You know, people will follow what they like. And yeah. so we create a, a program now taking all that information, you know, digesting it, so to speak, and then yeah. cre- turning out a program that's not only just diet uh, training, but also customized supplements. So I have a lab where I go in, actually, as a biochemist, I can go in, I create supplements that are directly related to their blood and genetics. So you customize them, huh? That Absolutely. detail. That I detail. Love. So now you've got something instead of off the shelf, you got a nutrient that is with your body only. So even above and beyond. So I do that for my, for my high-end clients. And then on top of that, we have sleep protocols. We have recovery protocols. We have that, you know, remodeling the gut protocols. And so yeah. we put all that together because again, 
uh, Jeff, as you know, short term, anybody can achieve. You know, I could go on keto for a month and lose, you know, 10. But we like to do it long term, short and long term, right? For example, when Ben got ready for Batman, it took 18 months. It took a year and a half. I mean, people don't realize that. People think, you know, and then Hugh Jackman was three months. So it just depends. But I think that I believe in a long term sustainable philosophy. I don't believe in, hey, I, I dropped 30 and then I gained 20 back. You know, that's that's not really what we're about. We're about, listen, get your goal, maintain the goal. And then w- what you said earlier, constant improvement every day. Just keep getting better and better. We're never satisfied. You know, we just got to keep getting better. Where's your mindset with um, testosterone therapy as guys get older and testosterone starts dropping, which is I something think that's so prevalent right now. I mean, it's it's something that it, it's so used and it's and it's now even a lot of more doctors are, are prescribing and it's not even... It's not even, it's, it, it was a gray, very gray zone at one point, but now it's like, it's, it's turning into more of a positive thing because the mental health, the mental stuff, especially I, I've interviewed a handful of high level, like Marines and Navy SEALs that have come back and, and the stress and the anxiety and, and, and everything they've been through the traumatic, their, their testosterone levels are so low. And then all of a sudden they're back on TRT and all of a sudden their, their lives have changed mentally, physically. What's your mindset with that? Because there's something that I've, I've, I've been dipping into interest-wise quite a bit lately. Uh, my, my, my feeling on that is that the world would be a much weaker place without testosterone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't see some of the biggest uh, movie stars. You wouldn't see yeah. people without, I mean, you wouldn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger without testosterone, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there would be no Lou Frigno. There'd be, you know, I mean, that's just a fact. Uh, yeah. There's nothing, to, it's not taboo anymore. People know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I look, I believe, and I studied, I know it very well. I've studied it. Yeah, I have a chapter in my book about it. Yeah. Um, so I think that, I think here's what I will say. I said, listen, if you use it and you are smart about it and you're older and you have low testosterone levels, absolutely. It's, it's a great way to correct testosterone levels. It's, it's as long as you monitor your blood, you look at kidney and liver function. Uh, and if you monitor it correct, correctly and you're not taking astronomical uh, Olympia level dosages, you know yeah. in, uh, yeah. If you do it for health, for performance, testosterone can certainly help you. And again, there's a lot of health benefits of testosterone by far for yeah. brain function, um, for efficiency, energy, um, all those things are testosterone related. As you know, you get older, you start getting over 40 or 45, testosterone dips like crazy. So I absolutely believe that testosterone therapy can help you. Again, you got to understand the downsides of it and just be able to accept them, which is, for example, you may not be able to get off of it or you have to continue cycling it for, for a while. Uh, and you and when you get off of it, you may see lower energy or, or suppression of your natural production. So as long as you understand all the kind of risks, not risks, but some of the issues with it, then I think you could do it in a very smart way. And if you do it under doctor's supervision, I think it can be great for you. I, I, don't, I, have any, I, don't, I personally don't have any issue with that at all. And what about, what about growth hormone? And, and, and why I'm getting to that, I was just listening to podcasts the other day, and, and Joe Rogan was... Um, saying that he's on, I think he said it one CC or whatever it is, or one um, dose of it a week now. And he's been on it for a long time. And you're seeing a lot of the same thing. I mean, maybe because there's more in the celebrities and athletes talking about a lot more um, that are not in the competitive world. Where's your mindset with that? Because that's something that's very risky as well, right? You know, I, I do think growth hormone is a little different. I mean, I, look, I think a combination is always best. Yeah. Um, and also there's a lot of peptides now that are a little yeah. safer. Yeah. And those are being prescribed as well. Um, things like uh, ipromorlin, hexarlin, and you know all these kind of things are out there now, and the doctors are prescribing it, and that seems to be a little safer for releasing growth hormone yeah. um, because they're growth hormone releasing peptides. So <clears throat> I think <clears throat> I think that I think that G, if you take straight GH, um, look, it can increase. The problem with growth hormone is everything grows. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, your gut yeah. lining. That's why you see a lot of bodybuilders, bodybuilders with the gut, extended yeah. guts. Yeah, 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 everything grows. Your heart grows also. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a muscle, right? Yeah. So and, 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 that, and you hear a lot of you heard a lot of deaths in the '90s and, and early 2000s of pro bodybuilders because of that. The heart. I mean, there's been hear. well in the last year. There's been dozens of deaths in body, pro bodybuilders. We know it's just yeah. in the last year. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on with the drugs. Um, the other thing with growth hormone that could be risky is also if you have um cancerous cells, uh, it can actually grow the cancer. So yeah. there are some issues related to that. Now, look, is it clear? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But again, there is a much higher, I, me personally, I think there's a higher risk of growth hormone. And for sure, when you take growth hormone, you truly suppress your natural production. Like you yeah, have to stay on yeah, it forever. Yeah. 
Like you can't get off of it then. You got to stay off for basically the rest of your life, pretty much. I mean, so I think testosterone is a little a little better and, and using testosterone with peptides, I think is a, is a better combination. Where do you look at when you are doing all these genetic testing and, and DNA testing and stuff like that? Are there signs for like the cancerous cell stuff that you could see and start the prevention earlier or start to suppress as much as you can? Is there, is that something you guys look at as well? Yes, absolutely. We okay. look at, um, we look at um, diabetes risk. We look at cancer yeah. risk. Uh, and you know, look, if you're, and, and also heart issues, we look at yeah. cardiac risk. So it's just information, right? So yeah. for example, if you have, there's a gene that can predispose you to cancer two or three times more than others. Uh, if you have that, uh, that, that SMP we call a single nucleotide polymorphism, which is kind of a malfunction in your genes. So if you have that malfunction, so to speak, then you're two to three times more likely to get cancer. So, but if you live a very healthy lifestyle, if you never smoke, you don't, you don't, you know, drink excessively, uh, you don't have a lot of risk factors, then you, you'll be fine. But again, if you don't do those things and you do increase some of those risk factors, you can be exponentially more uh, risk uh, for cancer. So I think that I think that's important to get the information, to understand that information. So what, why isn't something like this regularly tested in, in, from a very young age that we could put the protocols in place to start the prevention earlier? Like, I don't understand. And, it's, <laughs> and, and it goes back to the whole COVID, and we could talk about this all day long about um, they're telling everybody to, to stay indoors. They're telling everybody to lock up. And reality is, I mean, diabetes, anybody that has health issues, anybody that's overweight, anybody that's low in vitamin D, they're the ones that are they're getting the worst end of this. So it's obviously showing health is so important, but they're not promoting or pushing it. So where's the mindset? Like, how, why are these not something that are regularly tested? Like, is this just the big pharma companies suppressing this? Uh, man, I, I, we could have a whole other show on this this topic specifically. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I look, I'm not, I'm vocal about this. I, I don't hide it. Yeah. I, 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 I'm very I, vocal I, about it too. Yeah. <clears throat> I talk about it all the time. I said, listen, um, COVID is in, inherently, and this might sound controversial, inherently, it's, it's not, it's, it's not problematic. Like, like, norm, no. uh, under, uh, 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 for a normal population, COVID is not, pro- it's like, it's like it's a, a little more than the flu. It's honestly. the flu. Right. It's the flu. It, it, exactly. It, it, exactly. And so what COVID did though, it exposed the inflammatory bodies that we have. That's what it did. So if if our population was healthy, cold would be be nothing like, it'd be a cold. It'd be a flu, it'd be nothing. We we wouldn't even think about it. But because our population is obese, 70% obesity or overweight obesity now, we've got uh, over 42% of the population in the U.S. is obese. Uh, We have 300,000 deaths a year related directly to obesity regularly, way more than COVID over time. And people aren't even talking about it. And they're worried about this this disorder that really literally exposed our, because COVID is an inflammatory disease, yeah. right? <clears throat> it helps, it, it really causes a cytokine storm, but all those things are related to inflammation, which, which is from obesity, which literally is directly related to having abdominal fat, having yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah. There's toxic fat in your body that releases cytokines that makes you inflamed. So when you get COVID, you can't fight it because your body's already inflamed. All COVID did was expose the inflammatory nature of our bodies. I love and that. No one's ever explained it, it to me that way. And, and it makes, like, I've understood it, but it's, it's, it's a great explanation of it. I love that. Yeah, just expo- COVID just exposed us. And so my, my thing has been, and this is where I've always criticized the government or whoever, whoever's behind it, Illuminati or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing's always been is, listen, look, of course we got to be safe. We got to do all that. But guess what? We got to promote health. This is the time right now. If our if you literally drop 20 pounds, COVID wouldn't even affect you. Yeah. Like, like that, that at that level. And we know that most of the severe cases of COVID have all been people who are obese or yeah. have pre-existing conditions. Yeah. That's what that's what the severe cases are. There's yeah. nobody generally who's healthy who's had severe effects. No. It just doesn't happen. No. So I think that we just have to be better educated. And I think we just gotta like you are like you're doing uh, with your great podcast, all the work you're doing. It's putting the message out like, guys, get healthier, get fitter, because then you won't have a problem. But to say that this this um, COVID is the greatest, you know, most harmful thing ever at a 
seven, nine percent survivability rate. Um, And again, I don't want to get into that too much, but I think that taking care of your health should be paramount. I think that's the number one thing. And we know vitamin D3, for example, zinc. Why 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 aren't people talking about vitamin D3 deficiency being harmful in COVID? You take vitamin D3, if you have high vitamin D3 status, generally you're not going to have a problem with COVID. No, it's no, a deficiency no. I've causes. Been, I've, I've been taking four four thousand IU's for how many years now? It's just my kids, my my thirteen, my fifteen. Everybody's every my whole family. This every morning, Absolutely. vitamin D. They're mega. They're megas. They're vitamin D's and they're probiotics from a ton, ton very young age. Now vitamin C too, but suddenly from very young age, just that every morning, just routine. They know they have to take their vitamins. Yeah, and, and zinc. I mean, zinc and zinc is a big one. Zinc actually has been shown to really help with COVID. Totally, and yeah. zinc is one of the most important nutrients. And if you got to the right form of zinc, zinc citrate or uh, zinc, uh, chelated zinc. But if you take that, I mean, to me, if you take zinc, vitamin D3, vitamin C, turmeric and probiotics, yeah. you will never have a problem. I mean, you, you like, like I haven't been sick in years. I, you know, I don't, I don't have that issue. Thank God is right. because, you know, you, you, you take care of your health. That's all, yeah. you know, turmeric is a good one. Yes. But, but the, but the thing about turmeric is, uh, most turmeric is only one turmeric is a very low bioavailability. So you can only, for example, if you just took turmeric powder, it'll, you'll absorb maybe 1% or 2% of it. So that's why people important. say to put it with the black pepper. and. Well, it's even more than that. I mean, there's only two forms of, of turmeric I found to be absorbed. And one is called C3 and okay. uh, the other one's called Curcuin. So those are the two patented versions, um, the research-based versions that are very high absorbability. And that yeah. makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Interesting. 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 I mean, we we were. I mean, we've done. We haven't done it actually for uh, about a month, but we were doing pretty steadily. Uh, just turmeric shots, turmeric ginger shots. And the juicer just right. Some black right. pepper, shoot it down, let it burn there for a sec. And you're good to go. <laughs> let open, it up, open, opens up your sinuses pretty quickly, and you're good to go. Kill those, kill those harmful cells. Yeah. Oh yeah. You've, even in the past, you start feeling a little under the weather. Years ago, you just take a shot of ginger. You get ginger. You get the, the garlic, great. the garlic yeah. squeezer. You mm-hmm. squeeze in like five, ten drops. You just chug it down. And you're good to go that night, man. You're good. Hey, to go. garlic is great for colds and for vampires. So we. we keep... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Two how, and many, one. How, how many children do you have? Uh, three. Um, the three out there that I know about. We don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm a 22 year old, an 18 year old, and a 15 uh, year old. Yeah. So they're it's a 22, 20. What is father? Yeah, they're old. Team? What is father? They're old. <laughs> they're old. Yeah, my son. My son was a was a champion powerlifter as well. So he did very well. He set the state record right now for squats and dead uh, in uh, in California. So yeah, he's doing well. What what does fatherhood mean to you? Ah, that's a man. That's a deep question. Well, you know, being a father, I think be, uh, being a father in this day and age is different than being a father twenty years ago, honestly. And I think being a father in this day and age, uh, I think requires um, some tough decisions. I think it requires. Um, I know everybody talks about toxic masculinity. I, I think there's. I think masculinity is positive in a lot of ways. I think kids need to see a strong leader, someone who says what they, you know, who does what they say, who's there for them, who gives them encouragement, who, for for me, being a father means elevating your children, giving them the tools they need to be very, very successful, but not just successful in the way people look at it financially. I'm talking about being good humans, uh, having that mind, body, soul, as I always say, and then giving them, uh, again, putting them in a position to win. And what I mean by that is having, giving them empathy, having them understand empathy, uh, giving them knowledge, uh, giving them a way of looking at the world correctly, and giving them uh, strength inside. Because in this world with social media, and again, it's funny because when we, when we were growing up, Jeff, I mean, we're about the same age, yeah. I didn't have social media. I didn't have, you know, uh, if people bullied you, they'd be like, yeah, whatever. You know, you wouldn't, it wasn't a big deal. You know, it was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fight every day, whatever. It was no big deal. But in this day and age, you have so much mental health issues with these yeah. kids yeah. getting bombarded. Their whole life is documented getting bombarded with yeah. all this online things. Yeah. Their actually brains get rewired. So I always say raise children in the time you're living in, not the time you grew up in. Right. So we got to understand the time we're in and then using those tools for positive, for yeah. good. Yeah. Right. So uh, like I tell my kids, hey, be on social media. Some, some parents say, hey, don't be on social media. I tell my kids, look, be on social media, but do it for good. Raise yeah. money, do charity work. Like I get them to do, raise money, I do these little things. I said, look, yeah. do good, use it for good. Give people yeah. knowledge, motivation, inspiration. Look, every look, if you want to find negativity, it's everywhere. 
Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. 100%. easy to find. 100%. I mean, every, you just open your phone, you find that. That that's not that's not novel, right? No. But to do something to uplift, it's always look. It's always much harder to build than destroy. Easy to destroy, easy to break down, hard to build. So I said, look, build something. Whether it's your character, whether it's a business, whether it's your whatever goals you have, build it. And I think that's the lesson I give to my kids: is be great and be strong inside and be a good person. That, that's kind of where it is. I mean, is, is that what you found as well, being a father? Yeah, it's just you're you're trying to be there. They're almost their anchor, their support. Right? That's the word right and, there. And, anchor, and, great and, word. You, and you teach them as much as you feel like they need to learn, but you want them to learn on their own as much as possible. I'm a strong believer that my kids, my, my daughter's 15, my son's 13. And there's a story behind my son that Clark knows quite well. And um, that you would love fitness wise. One day we'll talk about it. I mean, he, he was diagnosed with CP as a, as a baby. And uh, we went from possible wheelchair to AFO braces to by, by his 12th birthday, out of braces, running his first marathon. I did it all through fitness. And I did it all through fitness. And and I've documented it all. And I love it. And, um, but my kids, 13 and 15, they cook, they clean, they, they're so responsible. We get home and my 15 year old daughter has dinner ready and we've taught them to be independent from a very young age. Very young age they both have their own phone. They don't have their own key. They're going back and forth, walking to school. Like we've taught them independence in the right way. And I, and I think that's so crucial. And I, and I introduced fitness because my son needed it, but both my children from a very young age to a point where we get home, my kids don't play video games. My kids, we get home and my kids are fighting over who can use the treadmill. And I love it. Me too. Yeah. Fitness fanatics. So um, having that is, 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 is so precious, right? So you just teach them and you let them learn on their own too, which is good, right? You let them learn on their own as much as possible. I have one more question for you. If something were to happen today in a few words, how would you want it to uh, be remembered, described by your loved ones? That's mad. That's, that's a heavy, deep question. My God, we're going deep. <laughs> I thought that was the, the real interview. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a great question. I think, I think about that a lot. Um, at this stage of my life, I've done a lot of things. I'm grateful for everything I've done. And I do think about legacy. I think about what, what, do, what have I left the world? And a great quote that I, that I like that says that the best of people are the ones that benefit others the most. And I want to be remembered as someone who benefited others the most, who gave the world knowledge, who gave the world uh, positivity, uh, who helped change lives uh, for the better. Uh, I want to be uh, remembered as someone who gave a lot more than he took, uh, someone who, uh, again, made people better and put a smile on their face. And when people met them, uh, when, when people would meet me, I want, to, I want to be remembered as someone that brought joy to them um, and that, that they look forward uh, to have met. So I want to put that out there and be remembered for someone who gave positivity, knowledge, and who helped people be better. I love it. I love it. I love it. Give, give the audience a little understanding of everything you're doing right now, business-wise. How can they get a hold of you, social media, what companies you're running, all that stuff like that? Sure. Um, well, I have a company now um, called MyGenX, and uh, MyGenXDNA.com is a website. Uh, at MyGenexDNA. This is an advanced genetic testing company, a genetic solutions company. Uh, we have genetics testing that's easy to understand with the results uh, because a lot of these genetics companies, it's very confusing when you get all that data, uh, but we've made it very easy to get easy to read and usable information with pro tips. So you can use that information and implement these tips uh, to make your body and health better. Uh, we've got supplements that are genetically matched as well uh, to your results. Uh, so it's a comprehensive genetic solutions company, and uh, it's part of a bigger organization called iVitalize, and we're doing it again. Uh, our motto is uh, saving and transforming lives every day. So that's kind of our motto. So we have that company. I've got several books out there. The six-pack diet plans available everywhere. Uh, I've got new books coming. Uh, the superhero diet plans coming out. I've got a women's book coming out. Superhero uh, diet two plan. Mo- I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I've got two movies. Look behind me. I, I, got, produce- I, I got Superman behind me. Hey, yeah, I see it. I see it. I love it. I love it. Um, I've got um, two movies out right now um, that I've helped produce, and I'm, I'm also in um, on Amazon Prime Video and Apple TV. Uh, one is called oh. Subs. Yeah, one's called Subs the Movie, and uh, one is called Access Muscle. So those movies are out right now. You guys can enjoy them on uh, Prime Video or on Apple TV as well. Are they, are they, uh, are then, they more documentaries or actually film yeah. films? Documentaries. Uh, they're documentaries. And then I've got a film coming out next year on Prime Video about my life story, actually. It's like a document, docudrama yeah. um, about kind of my, my, my challenges, my struggles, 
uh, overcoming and, uh, you know, working with some of the most famous people on earth and uh, doing that as a kid who's coming out of Houston, Texas, you know what I mean? So uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good story. I think it's a story that I think will inspire people and let people know, as we always talk about, and as you know, Jeff, uh, you can overcome anything. Everything is uh, figure outable, as we say. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and definitely. so that's, that's going to be coming out next year. Uh, we're doing some great things with MyGenX and uh, in social media um, at Six Pack Diet Plan, SIX. And, you know, you can check us all out. And uh, again, if I can add value to anybody listening out there, please let me know. Whatever I can do to help, I'm more than happy to do it. Uh, you could DM me. You could email me. You could, you know, send a homing pigeon, whatever it is. If it's, if it's to help you get better, I'll do it. Let's go. Mike Tyson's uh, way of communication still. <laughs> exactly. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. This has been awesome, brother. And uh yeah, man. When your when your other document is coming out beforehand, we'll get you on here again and uh, promote it. Anything you need from me on my side, promote. And, and anytime you're in Toronto, Canada, again, shoot a message, and I'll we'll go for dinner and hang out for a bit and uh, show you around. I I, I love the, uh, the 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 keg, you know. I love I love the, uh, the steakhouse. <laughs> I'm in there for a bit. Yeah, the steakhouse. That's what my spot. Yeah. Go. No, but I got, I got the last thing I'll say, Jeff, is I looked at a lot of the stuff you're doing and yeah. brother, keep up the great work. I love people like you because you're really uh, having a big impact uh, getting these great guests on your show uh, with your clothing company, with your activewear. I think, you know, like I said, raising kids, which is your most important job. Um, so I look up to you uh, as someone who's doing great things in the field. So I really appreciate you having me on the show today. Appreciate it, man. This has been a great connection. I'm sure this is going to be a, a more of a long-term friendship than anything. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, right. man. Thank you. That's a wrap for today. I want to thank our guest, Rayhan, for taking time with his incredibly busy schedule. Great conversation. Great stories. If you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I have, like all weeks, tell your friends, tell your family, help spread the word. We're trying to build something special here. Leave a review. Myself, my team love spending time reading the reviews. Until next week, guys, keep moving forward. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. With the current climate in this world, it's now more important than ever to take stock in your mental health and for once, take time to work on yourself. BetterHelp offers a personalized online counseling and therapy service that will connect you to a safe and private online environment. BetterHelp is here to assess you with your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist. It's a lot more affordable than your traditional counseling and financial aid is always available. Right now, Jeff Knows Inc. listeners get an extra 10% off your first month just by visiting BetterHelp.com forward slash Jeff Knows. That's right. Visit B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash Jeff Knows to get 10% off your first month.